I'm Seaver with Rockstar Interviews, and uh, this time I have the pleasure of welcoming Justin Hayward, singer, guitarist, and songwriter of the Moody Blues. Hello, Justin. Welcome to The Drive in Chicago. Yes, lovely to talk to you. Lots and lots of exciting stuff is going on in your world. Let's begin with the uh, 2019 On the Blue Cruise that's coming up in February. How did that all come about? I was on the Moody's cruise, um, Moody Blues cruise earlier this year, and um, the the promoters of it, um, the organizers of these cruise uh, music cruises, mm-hmm. they came to me and and they said, "How would you want to do it? On would you do it like a Justin cruise?" And I said, "You think you think that would work?" And they said, sure, you know, and who would you want? So I started with my friend Stephen Bishop. And so me and Stephen, and then suddenly I said, listen, uh, ask a few other people, you know, um, uh, artists and, you know, in the same kind of genre and see what they think. I'll let you know. So every day it was like, hey, Dave Mason said yes. Oh, really? (laughs) Wow. That's great. Alan Parsons, he did. You know, Poco Harum and uh, Al Stewart. It's like, you're kidding. And I, uh, Poco, the Straws, you yeah, know. and Todd uh, Rundgren, I see you. And just... and the Zombies. Yeah. It's just absolutely great. And then just recently they've um, announced that Todd Rundgren is going to be with us too, which I'm absolutely thrilled about. It's very exciting. Uh, it's coming up on February 10th through the 15th. And with you as the host, I'm trying to wrap my head around, are you, are you, of course you're going to perform. Are you the, like the MC? Will you be bringing on all of these bands throughout the five day cruise? I think I'm going to let my German tour manager do that. Okay. <laughs> I see. Well, I, I mean, you are a Rock and Roll Hall of Famer uh, and all of that. Now, I want to get into that a little bit, too. But uh, first of all, it is the Blue, uh, the uh, On the Blue Cruise 2019. Everybody needs to check that out. Uh, and I also understand you are doing a solo tour that will bring you to Chicago later on this month at the City Winery. I don't know if you've played that room before, but I've been in it a number of times, and it is a wonderful. It's it's absolutely great. They look after us brilliantly, great food, and, uh, yeah, we're doing two shows there, and um, I, I look forward to it very much. I've been there a couple of times before, and it, it's a, this, this show is a lovely show for me. I get to do lots of sort of deeper album cuts mm-hmm. and things that I've never done before on stage and that maybe just didn't work in a blue, Moody Blue setting. I get to do solo material as well as I get to do Forever Autumn and uh, obviously some, some hits as well. You know, I couldn't get off the stage without playing, but it's a joy for me. I'm looking forward to it very much and we're, we're out already and the shows so far have been lovely. And Chicago is always, you know, such an iconic um, uh, town for us. And, yes, it um, is. One of the first places I went to when I came to America in 68. And it's, it has that history and that resonance for me. I know uh, Chicago loves the Moody Blues. The fan base is amazing. And you were just touching on Chicago a little bit. Any specific Chicago memories that you can uh, share over your many visits to our fine city over the years? Well, the first time we played there, we played at a psychedelic club. Um, oh, I'll bet uh, you the Kinetic Playground. I'll bet you that was the name of it. 
Yeah, that's right. Yes. And um, we were with a group called Ten Years After who were on our label, and we did a couple of gigs with them. And um, I know my amp broke down, and I had to use Alvin Lee's amp, and I think he charged me like <laughs> 10 bucks or something. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, you... Which was about what I was being paid, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can... just remember walking through those streets and thinking, you know, this... This is it. And we went to a recording studio to record something there. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, the history in the recording studios was just just tremendous. And, um, you know, for, for any musician, Chicago is a legendary town. Yes, it is. And... Um, my kind of town. <laughs> uh, well, let's switch gears a little bit um, because I know we're on a little bit of a time uh, time restraint. But I wanted to congratulate you and the Moody's uh, Moody Blues for getting into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Saying uh, saying it's overdue is is a bit of an understatement. Congratulations, big thing. Thank you. I'm thrilled for the Moody Blues fans, the American Moody Blues fans in particular. It means a lot to them to have their music validated uh, like that, and. Um, and for me, you know, it's it's the kind of temple to all of those things that uh, I uh, that have really turned me on. The music has turned me on ever since I was a kid. Yeah, and uh, it's it, it's it's a privilege to be in that kind of company, and um, I'm very pleased. I think it's a, a circle completed, you know, uh, Eric and that's uh, Steve, and that's the way yeah. it's it, it's. It's a circle completed in a in a way, yeah. What uh, what will fans see when they visit the uh, Moody Blues exhibit in in Cleveland? Well, I th- I think they keep changing that, and they um, and there's a the old twelve string that I wrote um, uh, nights and all those early things mm-hmm. on that went missing for uh, thirty forty years. And uh, finally, I had to buy back about 10 years ago. And that's there. And some sort of some of the clothes that we wore. There's an original Mike Pinder Mellotron, which is interesting. Yeah. That's the instrument that really gave us the identity and our sound. And I'm so pleased that that's there. And just different bits of paraphernalia, Ray, the late Ray Thomas's harmonicas and things like that. And, um, Mm-hmm. And and also a lot of it is a written history. So the screen showing the written history of the band and what what happened and how it all came about. Yes, it, it's it's a it's an interesting place. You know, I I I hope one day there'll be a lot more international artists in it because I think that's always interesting for people who come from out of the country. Yeah. And for me, I'd like to see Cliff and the Shadows in it, and even Johnny Halliday. You know, okay. some of these giants from Europe. Interesting. Now, I, I, now you mentioned the Mellotron, and uh, and that just brings me to uh, to uh, what a term prog rock means. Now, I assume you'd never heard that term when the Moody's put out Days of Future Past in 1967. I, I guess that means you invented it. Well, it's uh, I don't do you know I don't think we did invent it. I think it took. I think we've been going quite a few years before people like King Crimson came along and. Um, and I think it's really started with them and maybe Genesis. Yeah, you're right. And then I think 
where the people kind of uh, made, made moody, those Moody Blues records that we never knew how to label. Right, exactly. You'd never well. heard the term prod rock when you uh, basically invented it. So, uh, you know, give yourself some credit, you know. <laughs> those those guys may have come up with the term, but I think you may have done it first. Now, um, of the Moody's, yeah, of the Moody's singles after 1967, you wrote the vast majority. Uh, do you have a songwriting regimen? Do you sit down and just... I'm going to write a song right now. You know, um, Picasso said, you know, inspiration has to find you working. And if, um, if, if I decide, if I pick up the guitar and I go into my room and decide to spend the day doing something, something will come out. It's just that I'm a lazy son. <laughs> so, but that's, I've always been uh, a guy who's written at home and with no chances, you know, in the studio. And I wanted to do it my way. And um, it's been songwriting is a kind of world of imagination. It's like having a room in your house that no one else can kind of enter in a way. Right. And um, I, I'm very pleased to have it in my life because I think it's kind of cathartic thing as well. And sometimes I'm on this tour now that I'm on, I'm doing much deeper kind of things that I've never, I haven't even played since the day they were recorded on Moody's albums. And I'm beginning to understand what was going on in my life as well. But they're a great um, record of, of uh, like a diary of things that have happened. It's it's an interesting process writing because they reveal songs reveal themselves later. And it's interesting listening to you reflect on uh, your process. And I think you sold a bunch of tickets to your show because Moody Blues fans love the deep stuff, and uh, they're going to be out in uh, in numbers. Uh, let me remind people of when that show is. It's uh, August twenty sixth. Two shows: one afternoon and one evening show at the City Winery, and of course the on the blue cruise 2019 just google that up you'll find it it's easy to find uh justin hayward of the moody blues and uh just a great 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 interview it's 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 a pleasure talking to you thanks a lot my pleasure steve and love to you and look forward to seeing everybody when we come through town